Hey, I know you're excited to dive into today's episode, but real quick, I want to invite you to a free event in which I am hosting. Kicking off on Monday, July 17th, is a Blossom and a Rise, a free five-day challenge that is designed to help you create, embrace, and ultimately step into your next best chapter of life. Sound intriguing? If so, sign up is free. Head on over to gritgraceinspiration.com slash challenge. That link is found inside of today's show notes. Enjoy the episode. In terms of that hot air balloon example, mm-hmm. now at some point in time, you get up high enough where the sounds disappear and you no longer hear anything. And the balloon is floating in a way that you don't feel it moving. In essence, you really feel as though time has stopped and you've slowed down. When I listen to you, I think you got to try and slow down that mind a little bit. I have a feeling you might be trying to drive yourself crazy by wanting to do too much inside of the day. Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. I'm your host, Kevin Lowe, and I'm excited to welcome you inside. This is the kind of place where your glass will never be anything other than half full because we choose to focus on the positive side of life. Now, this doesn't mean that we shy away from the real talk. No, not a chance. Matter of fact, we explore all aspects of life from the good, the bad and the ugly. But all of that is done with one purpose to inspire you to never give up on life, even when it may seem like life has given up on you. Now I get it. Life is hard, but starting today, you've got grit, grace, and inspiration. What's happening and how are you today? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Kevin Lowe, the host of Grit, Grace, and Inspiration, as well as Transformational Life and Business Coach. Today, I am in the studio for a live coaching call as I'm sitting down with a lady named Jen, helping her to map out her life's roadmap. Now, this is something that you too can sign up for if interested. All you have to do is check out today's show notes where a link will be provided to sign up for your own life roadmap planning session. Now, what's cool about today's coaching call with Jen is that Jen reminded me that sometimes the best actions to take in life are ones that bring us joy, the ones that we want to do, not necessarily the things that we're quote unquote supposed to do. Because, well, when we get down and dirty and start identifying what actions Jen is going to take to get her to her goal, Well, she kind of surprises me with some of her answers. And honestly, I started thinking about it. You know what? I like Jen a whole lot because Jen thinks a lot like me. Sometimes you need to not do what the experts tell you to do. And instead, you need to chart your own course. Do what feels right to you. And a lot of times that means giving your mind a rest giving your body a chance to recharge. And then, whoo, baby, the sky is the only limit. Now, before we get to that coaching call with Jen today, I want to tell you about something 
extra special, something that I'm super excited about and that I am inviting you to take part in. Because I have opened the doors for you to sign up for the ultimate spring challenge. Yes, indeed. We are almost reaching the first day of spring, which kicks off on March 20th. And I have created an exclusive spring challenge. It's 30 days packed full of personal development, self-improvement, and more fun than you can even imagine. It's all inside of a private Facebook group where each day you'll get some type of challenge, some type of task that I want you to complete, something fun, something that's going to help you grow, something that may have you challenging yourself, something that may have you thinking, oh my gosh, Kevin, this is totally ridiculous. There's no way I can do this. But you do it anyways. And you realize, OMG, I'm so glad I did that. It's all inside of the Ultimate Spring Challenge, 30 days of personal development and a whole lot of fun. All you have to do to sign up is head on over to letshangout.live. That is letshangout.live. Literally just type that into your address bar and that will take you to the group where you can sign up. Now, of course, I don't mention links without putting them in the show notes. So all you have to also do is just scroll down and check out today's episode show notes and find a link and information for this pop-up group that I'm talking about. It's a 30-day pop-up group on Facebook, place you're already hanging out, but now I've given you a private little club to hang out in that we are going to totally crush the first 30 days of spring by giving you that extra boost you've been looking for. Remember, all you have to do is head to letshangout.live. With that said, it is my pleasure to bring you today's Life Roadmap Planning Session with Jen. What's going on and welcome back to another episode here on Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. Today, I am in the studio with Jen as we are diving into creating her life roadmap. Jen, welcome to the show. Hey there, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, well, awesome. Well, well, listen, let's dive right in. And I would love for you to give me a snapshot on kind of what life looks like for you today. And more importantly, I guess, you know, what is an obstacle that's getting in your way, you know, we'll, we'll figure, go into that. But before even obstacles, just give me a snapshot what life looks like and and then we'll kind of figure out where we want to go and how we're going to get you there. Sounds wonderful. Well, like you, I am a podcaster and my audience is Christian stepmoms. And in that role, which is now the most challenging role that I've ever been in being an entrepreneur, it was only supplanted by being a stepmom, but I have grown and matured in that area. And so now being an entrepreneur is incredibly challenging, exciting, and frightening all at the same time. (laughs) 
So I have three focus goals for 2023 for my business. And that is really my focus this year. I am on a mission to serve 12,000 new women. And I do that through the podcast, which is my favorite. So, so excited to work with another podcaster because this is the coolest thing ever. And really ensure that I don't get lost in the work and forget about my family. And the other main area is my husband is a pastor and we pastor a teeny tiny church and it's difficult to grow the church. And so that's an area where we have been brainstorming quite a bit. So those are the things that are going on. I'm almost an empty nester again. I was an empty nester once and then I dive back in and got two boys replacing, not replacing, but became a parent of two boys after parenting two girls. So uh, life got a little shaken up there, but uh, it's good. Life is good. Yeah. Life has a funny way of doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, well, that's awesome. I love it. love it. So in terms of, of today's conversation, this roadmap, let's look at life six months and then one year. Let's look at it in increments like that. Split the year in half and then down the road. What is maybe one goal that you would like to have happen at that six month mark? And then what do you want life to look like at the one year mark? Yeah, that's really such a great question. So I have it broken down I call myself a planner evangelist. I love (laughs) So I'm looking at my plan right here. So I have a one year and then I honed in on the quarter. So I would say, let's just do easy math and say, I want to reach 12,000 new listeners by the end of the year. So that would be 6,000, six months out. And my podcast is currently at the top two and a half percent of podcasts. And my goal for the year is to get to the top one and a half percent of podcasts. And I would say then, you know, get down to two (laughs) in six months, really, again, just breaking it down. And then right now, I currently have an intern on the team, which I am so blessed by her. I'd like to hire her. So I'd like to have two more interns by the end of the year and hire her officially with and actually that's by 331. So I actually, that's the goal, 331, to hire her by that time, because at that time, I want to have enrolled 337 women in the Stepmama Clarity Workshop, which is a self-paced course that I've just created after doing a beta with some women, which was a whole lot of fun. So I've thrown a lot of things out there. Are you keeping track of all of this? (laughs) (laughs) All I'm sitting there thinking to myself is, man... Jen, she's got a busy year. (laughs) Fruitful, fruitful. (laughs) So, so let's, let's break it down and let's go back to, and talking about the podcast and wanting to get this podcast heard by more people. Mm -hmm. Besides for looking at your dashboard analytics and seeing where you rank, Mm -hmm. how do you personally know that you're getting there? Well, I'll tell you what. Not too long ago, Kevin, I was praying in a rather belligerent fashion, God, you better show up. (laughs) uh, That's just being honest. And since praying that prayer, the next day I woke up and realized that I was belligerent 
and that I do serve the creator of the universe. And therefore, I might want to rephrase how I'm asking him to show up. And so that's what I did. I did repent of the belligerence, but I stood firm because I believe in God's promises that he called me to this. And had he not called me to this, I would have left this a long time ago. So I said, God, I really need you to show up. As in, I need some kind of feedback here because, you know, the podcasting world, the way we get feedback is by reviews and in the Facebook group. And people aren't always thinking, oh, I need to do this to provide some feedback because they're enjoying listening to the podcast, but they're, they may not be aware of the business angle of it to help a podcast grow, for example, and to help a podcaster feel heard. <laughs> I mean, we all, we want to be heard, right? We're here behind the mic, doing the work, pulling the levers, pushing the buttons, and we want to know that we're serving someone. And so belligerent prayer, repentance, holy prayer, <laughs> and requests from the bottom of my heart. And God has been faithful to respond to that. Since then, when people join the Facebook group, they get a welcome email from me and women have replied back and been very thankful that there is a place where they are heard, where we're not venting, we're solving and acknowledging that there's really a lot of hurt in blending families together and the stats are stacked against you, but that is the world's stats and that's not God's stats. So when women respond or send me private messages or join a course or come to a free training and they're heard, that's my sweet spot. I'm a coach. I love coaching. And so as a coach, being able to have a front row seat in transformation, that's what makes this so important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. I absolutely love it. So really to nail it down is basically, you know, you've got there when you've gotten more women who are coming into your realm, who you're being able to impact. Yeah. I mean, I really am on a mission in a nutshell to prevent generational redivorce because the family is the bedrock of society. And we're very aware of what is happening in society right now. So the bedrock is crumbling. And I believe that women have a responsibility to understand their stewardship role. So God has entrusted you. So sweet stepmama out there, God has entrusted you with the family that you're in. He chose you, he appointed you, and he has anointed you. And yes, it's hard. It's really difficult, especially when you're dealing with narcissism from an ex-spouse or teenage stepkids who are quite honestly dealing with their own trauma that we don't recognize because we're so wrapped up in our own hurt and we're shell-shocked. We move in and all of the stuff that we hoped for isn't there. And everything is upside down. And we wonder, did we make a mistake again? And how do we how do we do this? And yet you're a woman of influence. So as women of influence, we've been entrusted with a significant responsibility. And that is really my heart for working with women to help them. It's like we have an identity crisis. And I'm sure that you experience this as well in major shakeups in your life, that the things that you thought made you you, you realize that those weren't the things at all that made you you. And we learn that through the journey. We don't we don't get the instant answers on the test. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Oh, my goodness. I love this so much. So 
so let's look at this roadmap that we're on from where you are today. We, we've got this amazing idea of where you want to be. So let's come up with three steps that you're going to take to get you there. Do you have those already figured out or can we work through those to figure out what you need to do to not only increase the download numbers of the podcast to get it out to more people, but to be sure that you're making an impact? I have some ideas, Kevin, that won't surprise you. I mean, I know we don't know each other for very long, but I think you know enough already. Yes, sir. I have some ideas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Realistically, I know that there is power in planning and I have significant levels of resistance to my ideal week. And what I mean by that is saying, hey, on Mondays, this is when I do this thing. And on Tuesdays, this is when I do this other thing, because I know that in order for me to have clarity when I'm speaking to people, I need to know where I am in the sense of, hey, I record podcasts on this day or yes, I'm open for a speaking engagement on these days, that sort of thing. And so I have... I've been planning for years, Kevin, and this is my Achilles heel. <laughs> so what do you got for me to help me get over this hurdle of this resistance on planning my my week? Maybe I could do it in crayons. Maybe that would make it more fun. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you got to make it fun. Well, first <laughs> and foremost, let okay, well, let's, before we even think of planning your week, every day, do you, do you start off the day with a morning routine? I do. I do. You do? Okay, okay. good. Good. Okay. So that was going to be my first tip is you got to have that morning routine. Mm -hmm. Now I have a different approach to the morning routine. Everybody has their own, but I have an unconventional morning routine because I think typical morning routines are lame and boring. (laughs) (laughs) What What makes yours so exciting? I'm so curious. Mine is basically, it involves no exercising, no meditation, no cold showers, nothing crazy like that. It basically <laughs> involves me time with a pot of freshly brewed coffee. It then ah. involves some relaxation time with a podcast, an audiobook, a time of reflection. And then it involves, you know, the getting dressed and stuff. But the most important part that everybody seems to skip over is that fresh pot of coffee brewed right there. It gets you waking up, gets you moving forward. And then you got to take a few minutes for a little me time to enjoy that coffee and just kind of let yourself ease into the day. And so those are my two musts. And after those two steps, you can kind of take it wherever you want. But those are for me. I listen to all the professionals and nobody talks about coffee. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Did none of you watch the Folgers commercial growing up and the little song and the the scent of coffee flowing through the house? I'm like, you got to start your day with coffee. And so so that is a must. So if you're not doing that, I would encourage it. I am all over that, actually. When the second Keurig died, there was a lot of drama and trauma in the house, but we're all good now. We're back. We're back to it. (laughs) Well, well, wonderful. So, no. So I do think, though, in in terms of this one step of getting your your week organized, I think that's a great idea. And I really think it, it honestly just kind of 
It's going to take you taking the time to sit down and really map out your week, you know, on what day does the podcast come out? What what day, you know, are you doing this? Really looking at your schedule, ranking your to-do list, kind of in ranking of importance and kind of figuring it out. You know what I mean? You know, and really just kind of mapping out and getting strict on today I do this. Tomorrow I do that and, you know, and just trying to break it up so that it's not like, don't make Monday the crazy day that it has a reputation for being, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah and, and I'll tell you, there are different responsibilities that go along with Sunday. So Sunday is not a day off for us because remember I said teeny tiny church. So, you know, that means <laughs> that the pastor and his wife are the Swiss army knives. That's what that means. <laughs> yes. And so Sunday is not really the Sabbath in the true sense. Although there, there are some really wonderful things that happen on Sunday and that makes Monday a slower day for me. So I have an accountability group on Monday, which I love. So I get together with four other women and we share our wins from the previous week. And then we do some different things in our accountability slash mastermind group together. Uh, So that really sets up the week for success. And yes, the coffee happens before that. Actually, so we read, (laughs) let me tell you, Kevin, we read the Miracle Morning. Let's see. I read the Miracle Morning in 2018. Yes, in 2018. Okay. I was outside. So we live on the Missouri River Bluff. So it's incredibly beautiful. So it's summer and the birds are singing in the trees and the dogs are running around and the grass has not been scorched yet. So it's this beautiful (laughs) green and it's just this beautiful space. And I'm out and the sun is shining on the back patio and I'm reading about the Miracle Morning. So Hal Elrod and learned a little bit about his story. And I thought, Oh my gosh, my husband at that time was a traveling salesman and he had a book for the salesman, Miracle Morning. I said, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have him read this book. And so we went from that book to reading the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And since then, we've been 5 a.m. Club members. So since 2018, and we do the, it's funny. So we do the 20 minutes. It's supposed to be 20, 20, 20. So if you've, if anybody knows about Robin Sharma, he's got this, hey, it's really hard at the beginning, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. And the end is 66 (laughs) days, right? And so that's pretty much true. (laughs) It was missing in the middle. There's a whole lot of brain thinking and rethinking. Like, do I really want to do this? Is this some, does it really matter what we do? But we would get up and we would do our 20 minutes of exercise. And then we would do our 20 minutes of reading scripture together. And then 20 minutes of some other thing. And what it turned into is it's about a three hour morning for us. So the exercise stays at 20 minutes. And then we spend time, we read the Bible in one year together. So this is our fourth year of doing that together. And so we read scripture together and we pray, we talk about it. And, uh, you know, I try to hold my own with a theologian. He's in seminary for his doctorate degree. So, you know, I mean, but I can, I can pedal fast. I can keep up. Uh, and, I, and I learn a bunch too. And so we just take that sweet time and journal and do some meditation as well, and then focus on a book that we're reading or something like that. And then my day starts, depending on what day it is, it starts at different times, but never before eight o'clock as far as me having FaceTime with someone. So I do have that part figured out. It's just a matter of some of the other parts. You know, what do I, I guess, what do I want to do with this time? Because I do have a lot of ideas. I'm a, I'd like to be in the hot air balloon. 
<laughs> I mean, it's beautiful up there. There's so much you can see. There's so many people you can help. There's so many places you could go. So many things you could do. And I want to do, well, all of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them, right? Like set the balloon down real fast and then back up. I don't know. So yes, it's very interesting that way. I know that it is uh, my blessing and my challenge is creativity, that I have a lot of creative ideas and what I would like to do is just say, here it is, and then have somebody go and run with it. And it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So I think funneling my ideas down would be very good, too. I was going to say what I think you need to do is in terms of that hot air balloon example, mm-hmm. because I did a hot air balloon. I did that for my 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And the biggest part of a hot air balloon is, of course, looking out and seeing the sights. Well, when you're blind, you don't really see the sights. <laughs> Do but, <we> it. <laughs> but you pay attention to the sound. Mm-hmm. Now, at some point in time, you get up high enough where the sounds disappear and you no longer hear anything. And the balloon is floating in a way that you don't feel it moving. In essence, you really feel as though time has stopped and you've slowed down. When I listen to you, I think you got to try and slow down that mind a little bit. I have a feeling you might be trying to drive yourself crazy by wanting to do too much inside of the day. Is that true? Well, there are 24 hours in the day. (laughs) So, so skip the morning routine, skip the bed night routine and just stop sleeping. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, more coffee, right? More coffee. You're good to go. <laughs> so, okay. So out of our, out of our three action items, first and foremost, you're going to stop sleeping and you're going to start consuming <laughs> more caffeine. That's right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> well, we, we, we might have to work on that one for a long-term solution, but short term, it might be the winner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on from our horrible lifestyle we've just designed for you. Thank you um, so much. <laughs> do we, what other ideas do you have to move this needle forward? Since that, I'm just not sure how that's going to work out. But yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be good to set aside specific meditation times. And meditation, I use that word in this way because I do spend time in scripture and the meditation on scripture. That is not what I'm referring to. That's taken care of in the morning. But later on in the day, I think it would be good to let my mind just roam. And one time in the last two years, (laughs) I did give myself permission to go outside and made myself not go out with my planner because my planner goes with me most everywhere I go. (laughs) And no phone, no nothing, just go outside and just experience what that's like. Because, of course, with all of the things that happened over the past few years around throughout the world, we know that there are lots of things that and lots of changes that everybody has experienced and trauma too. you know, traumatizing what's happened in the world. To give yourself permission to enjoy and allow your mind to roam. I know that's really powerful. 
So I think that is something that I would like to do that I would like to say maybe three times a week, because I know it's important to be realistic. So three times a week, if I set aside 20 minutes just to be intentional about letting my brain roam and enjoy the journey, I think that would be good for me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that's honestly, I think that's something that all of us should think about doing. Yeah. So I absolutely love that idea. So we have the weekly schedule we're going to work on. We got the three days a week of 20 minutes meditation. Now, do you like to do that outdoors or inside when you meditate? I do like to go outside and I'll go out provided it's warm enough to go out. And and what I mean by that is that it's not freezing cold with the wind blowing off the bluff. (laughs) I can go out with a coat on and all of that and certainly do that with the dogs. But even... Kevin, as I think about it, walking the dogs, that's a job. And so yes. that's a that's a thing that I am committed to doing. So that's not the same to me as me just doing that. I mean, there are deer. So I have a lab. And okay. as you might imagine, she gets a little bit nutso when the deer are out, which is almost every walk. And so, yes. yeah, so I think just by myself, whether it's inside or outside, depending on the weather, that I just give myself that space where I'm all alone, that I don't have input. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So awesome. So that and we got two. Mm-hmm. What's our third action item? So let's think of this roadmap. So mm-hmm. we're, we're where you are today. We know where you want to be and mm-hmm. think of it like an interstate. And so these three interstates are going to get you there. And so we got the one, we're getting the weekly schedule nailed down. So every week you're going into it with a strategic plan. You know that you're setting off time for meditation. What's that third thing that's going to move the needle? I think I need to plan a vacation. I like your mindset. I think that I think it's time for a break. Okay. I love it. I absolutely love it. And as a travel advisor in my previous life. I am all about vacation. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, I will consult with you offline on uh, (laughs) spots recommended, which I'm sure that there will be good service and good coffee. So there needs to be good service, good food and good coffee. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Fabulous. All right. Wonderful. Sounds good. Sounds like Costa Rica might be the place for you. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wonderful. So those all sound like amazing goals. Now let's think about this, this journey over the next six months, 12 months Mm -hmm. with the items that we just talked about with the goals that you have in place. What is one thing that you can do for me inside of the next week to move forward in this, this idea? I think, well, I know that I will really appreciate having the ideal week done. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on finishing that out and just start with the things that I know. Like I do, I actually am going to sleep. Okay, so do not be <laughs> I are not writing a book on the new morning routine where you never sleep. <laughs> so I think I can book in that, you know, as far as my my wind down routine. I really like when I have a cup of tea at the end of the day and just look through my planner for what's coming up on the next day because it gives yeah. me I often say 
because it's true. I love planned spontaneity. So that is, it gives me a lot of peace to know what's coming up next. Yes. I I think the week, I think that will be the big hitter is to get the week done. Awesome. And, And one tip I would have for you on that is to remind yourself that to give it a try to try it out, to schedule this week out and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And if at the end of the week, you realize, you know what, that didn't work. Well, you can revise it. You know what I mean? Don't feel like I made this schedule and this is how I got to do it. Well, maybe do it for a week or two and then, you know, look back and say, you know what, maybe I'd rather tweak this a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so just remember that, like, think of this first time as kind of your rough draft. Mm -hmm. So that might take some stress and overwhelm off of you on that. So Yeah, and I would say, so for a couple of conversations that I've had with my stepson this week, some things went wrong. Like things didn't, you know, that happens sometimes. Things go wrong. Yes. And I said, look, at the end of the day, we are going to measure success by, did anybody die? Because if nobody <laughs> died, it's totally, it's totally cool. It's okay. It's, it's good. It's not ideal, but... We're all alive. And that's what I say to parents. The number one thing is your responsibility is keep the kids alive. And then you're good to go. So (laughs) nobody died. It'll be great. It'll be great. (laughs) I absolutely. Well, you may have very well just answered my next question. We'll see what you think. But what what I was going to ask is a lot of times when, when we have big goals in life, what propels us forward a lot of times is, what we don't want to have happen or what we fear what could happen. A lot of times that's failure. It's not succeeding. It's it's falling short of our goals or maybe it's dying. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you in this realm, what is one thing or a couple of things that propel you forward to this goal that, that are fearful? And, and the reason we talk about this is because Along our journey, we face obstacles, we face challenges. And by putting them out there in the open, I feel it helps us to be better prepared to handle when they do occur. Sure. And I do agree with that. Although I want to insert a little sermonette here. I don't have the full thing, which you don't have enough time for anyway. But (laughs) this is, I recently heard this. So we are doing, I think it's Mark, Pastor Mark Driscoll. So he's got this Bible in one year in 2022. And so when we started, we did start in 2023. I I really wish you would have changed the name because I like things to line up, but it's all cool. So Bible in one year, and he does these little videos some days. And one of the videos that he just did that we watched was him talking about fear and how we, when we speak fearful things over our lives, that essentially we are prophesying things that aren't going to happen, which makes us a false prophet, because that's how you tell if a prophet is true or not, like if the stuff comes true. And so your question today strikes me very differently than it did before I was listening to him sharing this idea. And so I've been chewing on that. Isn't isn't that something? It is. It is. That's powerful. So I... I want to be a prophet known for truth. <laughs> so here you are asking me to talk about all this fear. So let's see, what do I do with that? Let me chew on that for a hot second here. I think it's like Brian Tracy has this exercise that you do that you write down the scariest thing 
the biggest thing that you're afraid of on a sheet of paper. And then you boss your brain around, which I love. Like brain, knock it off, <laughs> get busy, make something, go, go do what you can do. So do all you can to prevent this thing from happening. So when I think about fear and this, there's so much unknown. I mean, when I first pulled the microphone over on my desktop and said, I'm going to record a podcast, I was a clueless wonder. I was very naive as to what it really meant to do it. And yet here I am a couple years later, two and a half years in, and I know what to do. I know the resources that I need. I know the resources that I don't need that I thought I needed. And I'm giving myself permission to have fun. So I think what happens to me is that I do get so focused on what I'm working on that I forget to take a break. So if there's any fear I have, it is forgetting the people around me that it's important that I build into relationship with them and that podcasting isn't my life. Coaching isn't my life. My life is to steward the gifts that God has given me and steward them well, because I want to hear those words. Well done, Jen. Good job. You did a really good job with what I entrusted to you. And so that's what I want to keep at the forefront. And I know I can get sucked into the vortex of Canva designs or commenting on Facebook or whatever it is that derails us from God's best for us. And so I think that is my biggest fear is not being respectful of building into the relationships that I have. And that comes from that actually already happening at different points in time during this journey as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. I absolutely, I just love the way that you answered that question. And, And what I love about it is because what we dive into is the bigger purpose at hand. Is that when all the other pieces could crumble to the ground, what is your purpose? You know? And that's what I absolutely love about the way that you just answered that question. So that's amazing. Amazing. You are amazing. Uh, You are very kind. Thank you. (laughs) So this is looking fantastic. So last question in regards to this roadmap. Yes. Me and you are sitting down here again, 12 months. What does life look like today as far as How are you feeling? What are you doing? What are you going to tell me about the year that has passed by? Well, I'm going to look over at you in my beach chair on Costa Rica beaches with our wonderfully brewed cup of coffee and say, isn't this fun? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That is, uh, what a great question. And that would be a lot of fun, right? So I'm going to look back and say to you that I am having fun and I am enjoying what God has given me and that I have helped 12,000 women see that they are influential in their families and that they indeed can prevent generational redivorce that they indeed can nurture children that they may not like very much. And well, I will have celebrated my nine-year wedding anniversary. Let's see. 
I am going to have a sense of calm and excitement at what is coming next all at the same time. I absolutely love it. Love it. Love it. Jen, you are incredible. Shout out your business, your podcast. Tell people who are loving you as much as I am where they can get a little bit more of you in their life. Well, now, wait a minute. How much are you loving? Because I have different percentages. So I have a different message. Like if you love at 10%, I'm going to say that. No, I don't. No, 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 no. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Hey, I just want to issue an invitation for people to be fearless, regardless of which podcast you listen to, or regardless of where you are, whether you're a stepmama or not, you, you are You are a person of influence. And if things are really sucking for you right now, remember that this world is not your home. The reason why you feel so uncomfortable and discombobulated may have to do with the fact that you are an alien. So congratulations. You are an alien land. And that should put you at ease to know that the kingdom is coming. (laughs) That is the most exciting thing to think about, really. I mean, imagine, just imagine what that is going to be like. So until we get there, we can have some kingdom on earth. We can pray the prayer that Jesus taught, Heavenly Father, your kingdom here on earth by equipping ourselves. And if you're a stepmama and you need some new equipment, some new tools in your tool belt, hey, check out the Bold and Blended Stepmoms podcast. And as far as everywhere else you can go from there, if you go to the podcast And if you're familiar with podcasts at all, all that good stuff is in the show notes. So check out the show notes and see if we're a good fit for you to come into our space, because we'd love to have you if you are ready to make real life change in your blended family. Amazing. Absolutely fantastic. I will be sure that all of that information is inside of this episode's show notes for easy access. Jen, you are absolutely incredible. Thank you for being here on the show today. Hey, thank you for having me. And I've just, I've been honored in this short little time that we've gotten to know each other. It's really been quite an honor. So thank you for the invitation. God bless you. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. And for you listening today, I want to remind you that you can have just as much fun as Jen has had today by signing up for your own Life Roadmap Design Session. All you have to do is head on over to workwithkevin.coach. That is workwithkevin.coach to get signed up today. Until then, you get out there and take on the day with grit, grace, and inspiration. Hey, real quick before you go, I have one last thought to leave you with. I, of course, hope that you've enjoyed today's episode, but more importantly, I want to remind you that I never want you to listen to an episode of this podcast to hear something that I have to say or that my guest has to share and think, wow, I wish I could be like them. I wish I could overcome my own challenges and do the great things that they are doing, but I just can't. Well, friend, that's where you are wrong. You are capable. You are able And you darn sure are deserving of having all that you can imagine in this life. There's nothing special about me or any guests I have on this podcast. We are all just normal people trying to make it in this life. And so I encourage you to take a look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that, you know what? I can do it too. 
Now, of course, if you would like help along that way, reach out to me, whether that's as a listener of this podcast, a friend, or if you'd like to work with me as a coach, my contact information is inside of every episode's show notes, just like this one. So go down, check out my contact information and reach out to me today. With that said, I encourage you to take on the day every day with grit, grace, and inspiration.